What's up to all my freelancers and creatives out there? This is Nathan with another episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about how I made $3.75 an hour. approached me in the past and asked me to do a web design project for them. We went through the entire process, I made the site, and they were happy and pleased with the work I produced. This caused them to say, well, we have some other things that we wanted to address that we never got fixed on our website, and we wanted to know if you wanted to tackle them. Now, honestly, my relationship with the client was pretty good, so I figured, hey, why not? I took a look at what they were talking about, and they wanted me to make changes on a website somebody else built on a different type of server based, it was Windows, different type of server. And you know, I looked around and said, oh, I'd be able to help you. But this time I took a different route. I didn't simply tell them this is how much it's gonna be per hour. And I didn't simply give them a flat fee. Because this was something brand new on a different server environment I normally didn't work in, I honestly was not sure how long it was gonna take me. So I didn't know you know, which pricing strategy to use because I didn't know which would be most effective for me and what would create a win-win. The two choices I was, you know, teeter-tottering back and forth with was, should I charge $75 an hour or should I just charge them $250, you know, to complete the project? I wasn't sure which one to do. I didn't want to charge $75 an hour and then it's so easy I finish it in 10 minutes and you know, I charged them accordingly. That would make it look like whatever I did, I could always do things super fast and maybe I overcharged them on previous work. On the other side of things, I didn't wanna charge them a flat fee of 250 and then get caught up in working and trying to figure this out and learn the new server environment and then it takes me hours on end and I lose. So I had some considerable risk. So after some quick consideration, I said, you know what? Since I am unsure and there's a lot of uncertainties, let me just put this in the client's hands. So I did something that I hadn't normally done in the past. I presented two pricing options to the client and I let them choose. I said, hey, you know, I can definitely take on the work. Uh, thank you for bringing it to me. I looked around and I believe I'd be able to help you. But here's the thing. I can do the work for $75 an hour or I can do the whole project for $250. You choose which one you want to do. You know, you choose red pill, blue pill. The client went back and met with their internal team and then they got back to me and said, we would like to choose the $250 option. So we want a flat fee for the project. So I invoiced them. As soon as they paid the invoice, I began the work. I started to time myself and see how long it would take. So I was looking to see what was going on, how everything worked together, as well as the change I needed to make. And the whole thing took me 40 minutes to do. Now, when you do the math, though I was charging 250 for the whole project, and it didn't even take me an hour, I was effectively working at a rate of $375 an hour. Now, I learned something very valuable about this, the fact that I presented the client with two different options. It was the first time that I did this, but there are some great takeaways in which you need to understand that can definitely help you in your pricing with your own client. The first takeaway is price anchoring. Now, what I did was I presented two options, $75 an hour, $250 for the whole project. 
and those things were anchored in one another. The client is wise enough to see how long something may take. So they just said to themselves, well, if this takes this guy a long time, I'm only paying one flat fee and I'm comfortable with that. But maybe they weren't comfortable with it taking a long time and they would have paid over 250. So they went ahead and chose and they chose because the price was anchored. But price anchoring does another thing. It psychologically shifts your mind from the decision you're making. So in other words, instead of them choosing or saying, I don't know if we're going to go with Nathan or not. He presented one price. Either we're going to do it or we're not. The mindset shifted to which choice are we going to choose that Nathan is presenting? So the shift went from, yes, we're going to do it. No, we're not based on his price to, okay, are we going to pay 75 an hour or 250 an hour? Either choice, I still win and get their business because of the shift in mindset. Because of that principle, it's very advantageous. Instead of just presenting one price and saying, oh, I can do this article for you. I can write this freelance article for you. It's going to be 250. You can present two different things and maybe shift their mindset. And now you're increasing your chances of winning the project in the first place. The second takeaway is I allowed the client to have control over what they wanted to pay. Oftentimes between the freelancer and client relationship, you know, the client says what they want. And then the freelancer comes back with a quote and the client is hoping and praying it's somewhere within their budget or it's not, you know, being overcharged or, you know, that they pay for something and they really don't get what they wanted. So there's a lot of nervousness and risk the client has to worry about. But with me presenting two different options, I gave them the control to say, what do you want to pay? Do you want to pay me $75 an hour or do you want to pay me $250? So some people may be thinking, you know, what about morality? You know, Nathan, you charged 250, but it only took you 40 minutes. You know, is that right? Should you go back and talk to the client? The fact is, no, it's not a question of morality. And no, I did not take advantage of the client. Matter of fact, I had no idea how long it was going to take. So really, if it ended up taking me four hours, you know, I would have just took that in and just said, oh, well, you know, this is lower than $75 an hour, but hey, you know, I just took on the client and I said I would do it, so I'm gonna do it. In this example, nobody was being taken advantage of because we took on an equal amount of risk. I didn't know how long it was gonna take me, but I was willing to take the losses if it took me a long time based on their choice. I just wanted to make sure to complete the project for them. The fact is, the client was able to choose, and that brings me to this point. When you allow your client the choice in how they want to pay, they're already okay with it, they accept it, and there's nothing else that needs to be discussed. They chose what they wanted to pay. Whenever you can assist the client in choosing what they want to pay, then there's no need to really defend what you're charging because they willingly and openly accepted it and they will have to stand by and defend their own decision. If you don't take anything else away from this conversation we've had, at least take away this. You need to implement price anchoring or at least try out price anchoring in your business somewhere. So when you're giving a quote to a client, give them multiple options. So increase your chances of winning the project. You've been exposed to price anchoring already. You go to the grocery store and it says buy three for $10 or buy one for four. They're giving you two options and now you're thinking about should I buy three or should I just buy one? Well, if I buy one, I'm spending more money. So you're already exposed to this pricing principle and people use it. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. 
you know, price anchoring definitely does work. I'm just throwing out different examples of how to anchor your pricing. And you've seen this before. You've gone to pages and websites to where they have multiple packages of what you can choose. And they say, what package do you want to choose? That's price anchoring because now you're thinking about what package to choose instead of whether you want to buy it or not. Right. So you've been exposed to it. You've seen it. Check out a couple of different examples and see how could you implement this in your very own business. Thank you for taking the time to check out this video. If you have any thoughts on the story I told or presenting different options, the client, feel free to ask, leave a comment below or, you know, I'll definitely get back to you in the comments, make a video response or even email you and contact you directly in order to make sure your question is answered. If you want more videos like these, I release videos every Friday uh, you need to subscribe. And once you subscribe, you'll have access to these videos and you'll be notified as soon as they're posted. So I'm on YouTube, but I'm also on iTunes. So you can go on iTunes, search Freelance Jumpstart TV, and you'll find me. There are episode notes for this particular episode, so you can go to this link and go directly to the website, see the notes, see the story, uh, see a little bit more detailed as to what exactly happened, and really just dive into, you know, if price anchoring is appropriate for you. Again, thank you for checking out this video, and until the next one, I will see you later. Thank you.